Welcome to another edition of the Stew with JT Brew. I'm your host, Justin Taylor, alongside Brian Toast Clark. We bring you NHL Around the Ice with JT and Toast. Up next here, we talk player prop bets and season-long bets. Stick with us. You're in the stew. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft and now we making a mockery of the leaderboard. Quite obviously not a scrub to start an institute. Make evaluations like a commissioner do. It's to the point your wife make you watch in a different room. Update your roster and pick and choose when you get some news. Not much that we enjoy more than sifting through sifting through new statistics to make it to our end zones through different groups. Universities, institutes, down to homies who click in groups. I introduce Thanks for joining us here in the stew. We are usually on Wednesday nights for HL Around the Ice, but we are jumping in on a Monday because hockey season starts tomorrow. We got to get our player props and our season-long prop bets in before everything kicks off. Toast, great to have you. Let's jump in here with our Toast takes and kind of see what we like. What do we like this year? We're going to start things off with a little player props and awards. Future awards, Hart Trophy, League MVP. What are we looking at? JT, I would say for all of the gamblers out there that are willing to lay a whole lot of money and they got pretty big bankroll, you can't go wrong with McDavid at minus 105, even money. Right. I mean, so uh, definitely go ahead and tackle that. But for the casual better, you're going to be looking for other favorites uh, like Nathan McKinnon for Colorado and Leon Dreisaitl, who actually uh, partners over there with McDavid and Edmonton. And, uh, you know, Matthew Kachuk as well. So Kachuk is a plus twelve hundred. Dreisaitl is a plus one thousand. McKinnon's a plus nine hundred. Matthews plus sixteen hundred. And Pasternak is plus 2,000, but uh, I tell you, the one I really, really like, I would think that has, has pretty, really good value is Jack Hughes at plus 1,800 for New Jersey. Uh, they've done a ton to actually help him out. Um, they are loaded on their top six. I mean, and they got great uh, defense there. Uh, the, the, the goalie situation, I believe, will be good. But nevertheless, I think we're going to win a ton of games. Uh, they're going to go pretty deep into playoffs. I think this is Hughes' your third or fourth uh, season um, in the league. You know, so he's uh, rounded out into uh, into his own. He's over a hundred point per player game last year, and at plus eighteen hundred, I believe that probably has the best value of any of those favorite picks. Yeah, I like Hughes there too. I just think uh, Jersey is going to be a lot better this year. And like you said, Big David, it's so hard not to take him in a season long award to be minus one hundred and five is pretty ridiculous to start out on the minus side uh, to win MVP in a league. But man, we've seen it. McDavid is the man. So, like you said, if you have a lot of money and you you just want to take that award, I can see you jump on that. What are some kind of crazy long shots here if you're really looking to go? You know way above you're saying hey where's that big plus that i can get on the plus side and maybe take a hail mary shot at a, a heart trophy if you're like you know plus 1800 for hughes what's something that's even a little longer than that 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 kind of be kind of crazy yeah I, w- I would say uh jack eichel um is at plus five thousand um over in vegas um the problem with eichel is is 
he's often injured. Um, last year, he was actually healthy for most of the year, and that's why he ended up putting up a ridiculously good season. Uh, they end up winning the Cup. Um, but Eichel at 5,000 is really, really good. Um, Elias Pedersen in Vancouver, he's at plus 6,000. That's another flyer. I mean, he's put five bucks on it, <laughs> right? So when you're selling $300 there, I mean, so um, mm -hmm. uh, your guy over in uh, Detroit, uh, Dylan Larkin, I mean, you're getting real crazy, right? Plus 30,000. But nevertheless, again, mm -hmm. um, they're getting closer uh, to being out of their rebuild. Uh, I think that they're maybe one more year away to saying, okay, we are definitely like ready to roll. Um, but uh, I mean, again, these are large, large stabs here. And uh, why not put a couple dollars down? But the one I actually like the best is Alexander Barkov over in Florida. And I'm going to probably bring up his name quite a bit on this podcast tonight um, because he, he just seems to... Um, be a player that's really going to uh, um, bounce back. He didn't really have a bad season last year, but for the Barkov, uh, um, you know, Norm, he was a little off. But man, they, they end up going to the Cup Finals last year. Uh, that you can get Barkov at plus ten thousand for this Hart Trophy. So really, really like that one too. Yeah, you take a team like Florida that you know made it to the finals last year. If you if you end up being the best team on a team that makes it to the finals, you got a decent shot. So I love that Barkov bet at plus ten thousand. It's pretty crazy. I mean, he, he could go off, and if they are one of the better teams in the league this year again, uh, I could see something like that happening. So that that's a pretty interesting bet uh, for me as well. Let's jump over to best defenseman Norris Trophy. Who do you like? For Norris, as we saw some crazy things happen last year, uh, some good odds if you were looking at betting some of the long shots. Uh, who are you liking this year? Yeah, so you got the usual suspects, uh, you know, Kale McCarr at plus 190. And these are all according to DraftKings. Um, I really haven't got on FanDuel and checked some other platforms out. Um, but um, Adam Fox uh, at plus 500. But really the ones I like best, Rasmus Dahlin at plus 800. Um, and actually, uh, Dalian just signed a huge contract, uh, an eight-year deal worth $88.8 million. He's not going anywhere. They locked up uh, him. And we talked about in the last podcast, him being one of the big three over in, uh, in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. He's definitely the big three. He's not going anywhere. Um, Quinn Hughes at plus 1,400 as well over in Vancouver. That's a really, really good one as far as those favorites go. Um, you got Charlie McAvoy at plus 1,400, and also you got Miro Heiskanen. And I really like Miro Heiskanen at plus 1,400 as well. Dallas, their windows now, um, and they they got mm -hmm. the goal standing. They got the defense. They got an unbelievably uh, talented top line. Uh, you know, you got Hence, Robertson, Pavelski there. They're deep with veterans as well with, like, Ben, people like that. So I really like Dallas. Uh, a lot of the times these awards – or end up uh, <laughs> given to players that are on really, really good teams, minus what happened last year, of course, uh, you know, with uh, Eric Carlson being on a this uh, an awful San Jose team and scoring over 100 points and actually winning the Norris. That doesn't happen too often, right? So uh, I really like Heisken in there in Dallas. Yeah, Carlson was a guy that, a few spots had him last year for really good money. Like he was a great Hail Mary shot. I knew a couple people took him. I tried to get on him. And one of the only books that had him available for the, uh, for the Norris trophy MVP 
was a spot in Illinois where they wouldn't let us bet on that site because it, it wasn't a legal spot in Illinois. So that it was, it was a tough one because I was trying to jump on there and get it. I saw a couple sites like talking about it. I'm like, ooh, I really like that. I was like, what if he does just have a, a, a ridiculous year? You know what happened? He had a ridiculous year. And again, like you said, scored a ton of points on a terrible team, but it was such a big bounce back for him that people were all over it. So that's why when you say you never know with some of these crazy Hail Mary that's if you can get the right price, it's worth a couple bucks uh, to take a shot on it. So now that we talked about that with Carlson, who are who's maybe the new Carlson for this year? DK, uh, long shots on DK. Who do you like here? Well, speak. Let's, we'll stay with Carlson. Uh, you know they got him at plus two thousand, and uh, they came out with the lines yesterday. Uh, it looks like Latang will end up going to line two on a power play. Um, Carlson will get that top deployment, uh, the quarterback in that top power play as well. Plus two thousand is really, really good for a guy who just come off a um, a, a hundred point season as defenseman. As always with him, it's always been health. I mean, and again, last year he was healthy. All year. I mean, so uh, if he can stay healthy again, he's on a better team. I mean, way better players as well. I mean, all around. Uh, so Carlson at 2000 is really, really good. Uh, here's a couple other names I like. Um, Dougie Hamilton's at plus 2,500. Again, we talked about New Jersey and how good they're going to be. Um, and uh, Josh Morrissey, uh, plus 3,000. Um, and over in Winnipeg, your guy, more cider. 4,000, you know, again, do I think Cider's yep. going to win this award? No, I don't think he will, uh, but um, but 4,000, I mean, come on. But really a guy who I think um, that that people should be having their eye on for a long shot would be Evan Bouchard. Um, so, you know, him actually being a quarterback, that top power play in Edmonton, and he had a great preseason here. I know it's only a couple games, but, man, it, there he's already clicking on that power play uh, at plus 4,000. Um, but I tell you, JT, the one I like best out of all the awards we're going to talk about tonight, all the, all of the future plays, this is the one I like best. If you're just wanting to throw a little bit of money for <laughs> a, a long shot, Mikhail Sergachev for Tampa Bay plus 10,000. So uh, hanging out with a buddy last night and I told him, Hey, you need to get on this at plus 10,000. And he went to DraftKings, got on. Guess what? He's at plus 5,000 now. They cut that in half already. I saw that. I'm like, how is he I'm plus 10,000? I saw that bet. I loved it at plus 10,000. I loved it at plus. When yeah. you said that and we looked at it, I was like, plus 10,000? I was like, on a team that's going to be legit good. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I was like, I am loving this. And like, and it, just like the betting market, it happens when stuff comes out and people see it. And there's certain things that kind of stick out to, you know, obviously a decent amount of the betting market. You see those lines move quick. And sometimes you've got to get on stuff fast. And yeah, like you said, he's already been cut in half. As, yeah. as Obviously, we weren't the only ones that looked at that and said, ooh, ooh, I kind of like that one. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, the only reason he's down there at plus 10,000 and now plus 5,000 is the fact that, uh, you know, um, he's competing with his own teammate, Victor Hedman on that team as well, you know, but mm -hmm. uh, they've already uh, said that Sergachev's going to be power play one to start again. It's a long season. Lots could actually happen. Hedman's got the pedigree. Sergachev had a crazy good season last year. They want it, it to be both of them, but they really want to pass this to him. Uh, so uh, that is, if you can get him at plus 5,000 still, 
hey, throw throw a couple bucks on it. I mean, hey, throw ten dollars on it. You'd be foolish not to. Um, that's to me. Uh, out of all these we'll talk about tonight, this is the best one. Moving on to the next award, one of my favorite awards. I always, you know, I you always love the young guys. You like to see who's going to bust out. Calder Trophy, the best rookie. Who are we looking at there? What are we liking? Well, there's only one favorite, and uh, that's Connor Bedard, minus 140. It's him, and it's everybody else. Um, so uh, given the fact that he's 18 years old, I was just uh, texting with somebody and saying, you know, what do you think Bedard will do this year? And I'm like, I said, I think he's going to have 76 points. I just, you know, spitballed it. 33 goals, 43 assists. All right. And I'm like, yeah, but he's just turned 18. He's just a kid. How is he going to stay healthy? The guy is sneaky, sneaky strong. His legs are huge. He's built like an ox um, for an 18-year-old. I don't, and he plays in front of the net, surprisingly. You know, for a kid that young, a center, I've watched him in the preseason. He played three uh, preseason games. He was in front of the net a lot. I'm like, that's odd, you know, but again, he just naturally Mm -hmm. actually goes there. So I don't really see injuries being an issue, but again, at minus 140, it's a long season. Injuries can actually happen. McDavid wasn't a Calder winner because he was hurt most Mm -hmm. of his rookie season. So at minus 140, I would not bet that. But again, if those high rollers, those guys actually with a lot of bankroll, Hey, they'll be betting that and they should, you know, but, uh, mm. I, I like, uh, I, I like some other ones a lot better JT. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously Bedard, you're a Hawks fan. We want to see Bedard go off. Uh, it would be fantastic, but yeah, minus minus one forty. uh, you're, you're eating a little bit of the juice there. Uh, is there anything else we like with some guys that are a little bit of long shot, you know, say maybe Bedard does get banged up a little bit. Say he misses some games. The Hawks are as bad as we think they're going to be. Who are some guys that can maybe sneak in and steal this award for him? Yeah, um, Logan Cooley's getting a lot of traction over in Arizona. Um, and uh, um, But he will not really have, uh, I would say, some line mates um, of in Arizona. He's not going to probably be on the first line. He likely will be on the first power play, I would imagine. But he's at plus 800. Um, I, I like him, but there's a couple guys I like better. Um, Fantelli, who ended up being the uh, third pick overall in the draft, uh, probably the second best player behind Bedard in this last draft. Um, it, it was, it was, everybody thought that he was going to go ahead and, uh, and be on top line with, uh, Patrick line, I over there and, uh, and, and Columbus, but now recently he's not playing with them, you know, so plus 1100, uh, still, you know, uh, not bad odds there at all, but I, there's a couple of guys I like better. Uh, Matthew Nyes, uh, we talked about him on, a, uh, I think, our first podcast on him actually uh, um, maybe taking some time away from William Nylander. Um, but uh, him getting a top six deployment over in uh, Toronto at plus 3,000. And this guy, again, he's always been a point-per-game player, uh, whether it be in uh, college or whether it be in juniors as well. So um, you can't go wrong with that. Zach Benson uh, for Buffalo. He has had an amazing preseason. And again, it's preseason. We get it. But again, he's just drafted this year. He's 18 years old. Um, he's really been passing the eye test uh, during uh, preseason at plus 3,500 playing on a team like Buffalo, who is, they're popular. They're everybody's sexy pick this year, right? Um, and, and then Matt Coronado, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Coronado over in uh, Calgary, another guy who's had a really, really good preseason. 
um, plus 4,000. He's been going a lot of fantasy hockey drafts, uh, especially Dynasty, very, very early in Dynasties and whatnot. But those are the other guys I like. But look out for Nyes, Benson, and Coronado for your long shot plays. Yeah, I like that. I mean, anytime you get a guy that's on a, a loaded roster, you know, like Buffalo, I just think those those are guys you want to look at because, again, other players around them play really well. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey, like this guy could put up points. He could end up, you know, that team plays really well. That gets him, you know, more eyes on him. So I, I love that idea with him too as well. Uh, yeah, JT, I'll, trophy. I'll, I'll tell you oh, real go quick before we go to – no, sorry, right before we go to Vezin Trophy – and that's what that's why Berdard's the the favorite. Berdard is going to drive his line as an 18-year-old at minus 140. He's going to drive that line. Everybody's going to benefit from him. All these other players, they have to rely on other players. You know, and that's what separates Bedard from all of them, is because Nye's needs actually to be playing with Matthews. Um, he needs to be playing with Nylander or Tavares. Uh, you know, Coronado's actually got to be up there with Johnny. Um, um, I'm sorry, with um, um, with uh, all the top guys there in Calgary. And and same thing with uh, Zach Benson. He's got to be playing with Tage Thompson. He's got to be playing with the Skinners and the Tucks. But again, Bedard, <laughs> they're lucky to play with him. You know, so that's what makes him so special. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it, uh, it comes down to Bedard. But if you're looking at elsewhere, always look at who they're playing with. Yeah, let's uh so yeah, now let's jump in the Vezina trophy best goaltender. This one again, like you said it almost always depends on health, who stays healthy and who's on a really good team cuz typically goaltending is uh, an award that goes to a guy that's on a team that wins a lot. Um even if you get a million saves, if your team loses a lot and you get a lot of Ls on the uh, stat sheet, doesn't help you. So who are we looking at here as some of the favorites and then we'll we'll talk about our long shots after that. Yeah, the favorites are the usual suspects of uh, Sorokin and uh, Saros and Shesterkin. Um, they're all around plus 400 to plus 600. Um, Connor Hellebuck, who actually just signed that big deal today, seven-year deal. I believe he's making $8.5 million over there in Winnipeg. He's not mm-hmm. going anywhere at plus 700. And, and, but my favorite out of all of these favorites, um, is Jake, is Jake Ottinger. Um, if you, Ottinger for Dallas, if you can get him at plus 1200, um, that to me out of the favorites, those guys right around a thousand, um, plus thousand or under, he's the best one. Um, and what all of these guys have in common, they're all, they're all, um, um, guys that are, they're not going to be challenged by teammates actually taking in that it's theirs. It's always going to be theirs. <laughs> They're the volume starters, you know. So uh, you talked about this award's going to go to usually the goalie the most wins, best save percentage, and whatnot. So uh, those volume starters are going to be those guys. You're not going to have the guys splitting 50-50. There's going to be a Vesna. So that's why I'm not going to be betting goaltender. I'm not going to be betting be- betting Vesna trophy because again, the goalies are so volatile. They can't be trusted. Uh, I would just stay away from all of these. Um, mm. But but the long shots, I do actually like JT. Uh, uh, again, it comes back to good teams, right? So Alexander Georgiev uh, for Colorado, plus 2,500. He had over 40 wins last year. Um, Colorado was banged up a lot last year. They're still actually going to be without Landeskog all season as well. I mean, so uh, – but nevertheless – that's the best value pick, I think. And then you got Bobrovsky at 4,000. Um, Bobrovsky wasn't all that great all last season, but man, come Stanley Cup playoffs time, 
he was amazing. I mean, so you got to yeah, consider four thousand. You just never know with Bob. Bob is like that guy again. We talked about Florida. If Florida ends up balling out like they did again last year, and Bob plays well, I I could easily see him winning this at plus four thousand. But you you like you said, you never know who are we getting. Which one are we getting? Are we getting yeah. playoff Bob? Or are we getting regular season Bob? It was like, eh, he wasn't that great. I mean, I took a shot at in our uh, our home league, and I took him. I'm like, I'm hoping Florida is just pretty good, and he like benefits from Florida being good. But, man, yeah, you, it's goalie, I feel like, is one of the toughest things to bet. Yeah, I, just, I just feel like it is. Like, How many times have we seen a team go into the playoffs and randomly a guy who was not even their starter most of the year ends up getting hot and playing awesome in the playoffs. And you're like, where did this come from? And then yeah. they disappear or they're terrible the next year. It just happens all the time. Happened last year. Your Vegas Golden Knights, your Stanley Cup yep. champs, Aiden Hill, you know, and uh, I mean, geez, they, they, they end up having three goalies and end up mattering for them. And their <laughs> their their main goalie, um, you know, he's on long term IR. I mean, so that was goalie by committee there. Logan Thompson carried them through the regular season. Aiden Hill come in and actually takes them to the cup. And these guys aren't on anybody's radars. I mean, so uh, yeah. the Vezina Trophy winner from last year, Linus Olmark, and really it has to be Olmark because, uh, you know, Boston ended up putting up the most team points in the league history during the regular season last year got bounced in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> this kind of goes to show you. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll be staying away from this one, JT. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get anywhere close to the goaltenders this year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That that's just a bet. I don't want to make. I it, it's, it's just too likely that someone's going to get hurt or who knows who's going to get hot. So I, I agree with you. I, I like to stay away from goaltender uh, prop bets altogether. Um, let's take it. This is always a fun one. I I always have to put some money on this because I just don't care. I have to take somebody. But the Rocket Richard Trophy, most goals scored regular season. I had a pretty nice hefty bet on Dreisaitl last year. Was it last year or the year before? I had a free bet on uh, DraftKings, and I threw it on at our draft. And, man, he came so close. I think he ended up finishing third by, like, a couple goals. But I had a nice little prop on uh, on Dreisaitl plus 700. I think it was two years ago on that he just missed. Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk about some of our favorites here and who we like. Yeah, uh, so for the Rocket Richard, I mean, really, you got to start with McDavid. Uh, you know, last year he had 64 goals. Um, you know, he – he made a point last year to come out and score goals. Um, he's like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and continue the assist, but I want to score more goals. Um, and, you know, McDavid's just, uh, he's, he's the best. Uh, he wants to be great at everything. Uh, he is, they even got him on a penalty kill this year as well. He's going to get a lot of shorthanded goals. I guarantee he'll end up getting four or five shorthanded goals this upcoming season, but he's a plus two twenty, and, um, he, he's shown he's always healthy. Um, to me, that would be, the bet. Um, if I was going to bet one of these favorites, um, you got Austin Matthews. Um, and, uh, and Matthews was a little down last year. When I say a little down 40 goals, right. But we're used to him actually being around 55 to 60 goals. Um, yeah. so yeah, so he was a little down last year. I expect him to bounce back. He's at plus five fifty. Um, Leon Dreisaitl is at plus 700. Um, to me for the best value among these favorites, he's the play, you know? So last year, you know, he's at 52 goals. He's been over 50 goals a few times now. 
Um, there's just, they're just too good on the power play. They were 32% on the power play last year. I don't expect that to actually continue to be at that historic value, but nevertheless, would 27, 28% surprise me? No, they're, they're, and they draw so many penalties on Edmonton because these players are so fast. They're, they're just so fast. Um, so they're drawing mm-hmm. so many more penalties as well. And to have that high percentage, man, uh, they just get that much more chances for the, you know, those four on three goals. So I like dry saddle a lot. Um, and then the last one that's kind of one of the favorites is David Pasternak and, and, and Pasta's is always, you know, he's always up there in, in, in the, uh, league leaders last year, he cracked the uh, 60 goal plateau for the first time, 61 goals. So, uh, at plus 900, I'd probably rather take dry side on Pasternak at plus 700, 900 than take a McDavid at plus 220. Honestly, um, you're just getting triple the odds there. And, uh, these guys can easily win that. Yeah. That's what I said about dry side. The one thing about him and McDavid is we've seen the struggles in goaltending with Edmonton. So they know they got to put up points. They know they can't just go, oh, well, our defense is really good. We have a good goaltending. You know, we get up, we can slow it down. How many games did we see last year where me and you were like, oh, Edmonton down 2 nothing. time to live bet Edmonton? Yes. Because, like, they got to score. They got to score. And you know they got to score. You know, I mean, we were all over shots on them. We were all over on – uh, goals almost all the time. We we're like, oh, now's the time to take the over goals because it's going to be like they're going to end up scoring a bunch of goals in this game to try to get back into it. So, yeah, that's something to always keep in mind there. Long shots here. I always feel like there's a couple outside guys that you're like, man, things have to go right, but it could happen. There's a couple guys you have on here that I really like. Yeah, I'll, there's three. I'm going to, uh, I'll, mentioned two and i want to talk about one so uh steven stamkos is at plus ten thousand. um will he probably win this award probably not uh but he's always 40 goals 41 42 goals but at plus ten thousand again it's it's too juiced it's too juiced up to to not do it put a couple bucks on it uh i, I really like stamkos at plus ten thousand for those odds um zabanajad uh mika zabanajad uh over at the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, he's at plus 7,500. He's, he's in the same status as Stamkos. Again, do I think he'll win this? No. Um, but the plus 7,500, he scores goals in bunches. Uh, he's usually all always at 40 goals or a little bit above as well. Um, this is a guy I would definitely just sprinkle a couple bucks on. But the one that people really need to not only sprinkle a couple bucks on, put you don't have to put some sizable amount on it, but put some money on this. Ovechkin's down there at plus 2,500 and Ovechkin's actually going after the, uh, the goal record. Um, and he may not get it this year, but by next year, he's going to get it. Um, they have pretty much said in that organization there in Washington that they know they're not really going to win anything. And they, all they've been doing is talk about him actually getting that, uh, all times goal award, uh, or all times, uh, uh, goal mark there. So he's going to shoot the puck like a maniac as well. Uh, so Ovechkin would surprise yeah, would it surprise any of us if he actually reached 55 to 60 goals? No. And at plus 2,500, I probably like him better than Matthews at plus 550, honestly. So uh, I would say hammer the Ovechkin at plus 2,500. Yeah, I, 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 you, we talked about that the other day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, got to get on that bet. I mean, absolutely have to throw something on Ovechkin there for sure. I love that bet. Uh, Silk Trophy, best two-way forward regular season uh who we like in here 
Yeah, uh, so uh, Nico Heischer, um, because again, we talked about the Devils, how stacked they are. Um, he's the center that's going to drive that line. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a two-way forward that's going to kill some penalties as well, uh, plus 350. Um, he's the favorite. Um, but uh, Mitch Marner uh, for Toronto as well, plus 650. I really, really like that one. You have Elias Pettersson at plus 1,000. But again, the guy I like is Alexander Barkov uh, at plus 1,200. Yep. Um, again, I just think that Florida uh, with, uh, with the, uh, the emergence of Matthew Kachuk is what I'm a superstar and Barkov's really, you know, he's played with Huberto in the past, but of course Kachuk's better. Um, and you got guys like Verhage around him as well. And you, um, uh, you got, you know, Ryan Hart. They just, they're going to be a really, really, really good team. And I wonder if them going to the cup finals last year for the first time really is kind of what they needed to kind of catapult him. And let's, let's face it, as good as Kachuk is, Barkov's their guy. He is, uh, he is their center. Um, he is the one that actually drives play um, at plus 1,200. Um, he's a great choice here as part of the favorites anyway. Yeah, I love that. I, I I like Barkov a ton there. Long shot wise, few other guys out there. His teammate is on the long shot list, which I like as well. Kind of talk about who you like here. Yeah, so Matthew Kachuk is on there. Uh, his teammate over there in Ford at plus four thousand. This is where we're actually getting above plus twenty five hundred. You know, so you're you're taking some stabs, but again, these guys are so. Um, they're such great players. I mean, how can you discount them? Um, I mean, I I see. Matthews, Austin Matthews at plus 2,500. Now he's never been known for killing penalties before because he's never done it, but this year he will be on penalty kill. Um, so a, a guy like that, who's a generational talent, we actually talk about him actually being one of those generational talents that come, uh, you know, by once every 10 to 15, 20 years, whatever he's one of them, he scored 60 goals already in a year. Um, but yet they're going to put somebody with that pedigree, on the, on the penalty kill and actually start playing that two way forward position. I mean, I would go Matthews at plus 2,500. He's no, he's never done it before. Um, then you got, you know, your usual suspects like Sid Crosby at plus 2,500, uh, Sebastian Ajo over in Carolina at plus 3000 and even Jason Robertson, um, uh, over in Dallas. And again, there's a common theme with all of these is it's all these, the, we're basically picking players from the same 10 teams for all these awards, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> so there's, mm -hmm. there's, there's, uh, there's, there's no surprise here, but that Robertson at plus 5,000 as well in Dallas, I really, really like that one. But if, if I'm, if I'm picking, uh, go ahead and put sprinkle some money on Barkoff and then go ahead and really uh, take a chance with Matthews plus 2,500. I, I think those are just the best odds there. Yeah. I like, I like that Matthews plus 2,500 in that spot. So let's jump into the the team stuff, like division winners, all that good stuff. Let's get into that. President's Trophy, most team points regular season. Like you said earlier, the Bruins hammered it last year, looked awesome all year, then lost in the first round. Classic hockey. And that's why we love it, because you never know what's going to happen. Who are the favorites? And we'll jump in them first, and then we'll talk about some of the long shots. Yeah, at Carolina at plus four, uh, 450, they're the favorite. Um, and you have Edmonton at plus 600. Uh, Toronto, Dallas, New Jersey, and Colorado are all at plus 800. And then you have Vegas at plus 1,200. Honestly, and I've said it time and time again on this podcast already, I like Dallas and I like New Jersey. I like the 800 there. Um, they're Dallas especially. They're Again, they're 
probably to me just the defense they offer, the goaltending they actually have, that's that's just amazing. Uh, their top line is awesome. They're littered with veterans from top to bottom. They're going to win so many games. I like Dallas best at plus 800 there. Uh, Vegas, the defending champs are at plus 1,200. Uh, how do you how do you not consider them right as one of the favorites mm-hmm. uh and, and again that's all going to come down to a healthy jack eichel um if eichel is actually healthy and actually plays anywhere from 78 to 80 games or above they're they're going to be right there in the mix within the top four to five records in the entire league again uh they always play great defense at vegas uh you know they got like petrangelo they got shea theodore uh, and that's just to name a couple. They're very, very deep. They got Nick Haig as well. So uh, I love Vegas there at plus 12,000 or 1,200. Uh, I mean, again, defending champion. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm with you. I'm a Dallas fan at plus 800. I think the schedule works out for them well. Um, just the division, everything kind of lines up. I think the East is a little better than the West this year. Uh, and I, I like – I like Dallas at plus 800. I, that's that's my favorite there. Let's go out on a limb. Somebody we think comes out of nowhere. And there's some like usual suspects on this Hail Mary list that, that you know, last couple of years, they were one of the top three favorites. Let's talk about some of the guys uh, sitting on this list. Yeah, so the New York Rangers, which uh, they're plus 1,300. I'm not going to bet them um, because I like no. teams like Florida. Tampa Bay and Buffalo better. Um, and Florida plus 2,200. Again, we've been talking about Florida the entire time here tonight and how good they are. Um, they, uh, again, they may have realized how good they are. As a guy with like Kachuk actually being on the team for the first time last, last season and then coming to their own at plus 2,200. But look at this, man. Tampa Bay, just two years ago, Tampa Bay went to the cup finals three years in a row, won back to back cups plus 6,000. Now, one reason why they're probably at plus 6,000 is because Andre Vasilevsky is actually hurt for the first two months of the season. So how many wins in the first two weeks, two months of the season, are they going to give up based on that they're going to rely on a couple, really I'd say unproven goaltenders that are going to be in tandem there, young uh, unproven goaltenders. At pl- but at plus 6,000, you got guys like Kucherov, you got Stamkos, you got Hagel, uh, you got Hedman, uh, you got Sergachev. They're just, there's, there's too many good players Again, veteran talent around. They're loaded from top to bottom. Um, they can get even remotely average goaltending. They might be able to hang on. They're they're the play at plus six thousand. I, I would I, if mm-hmm. I'm going to play President's Trophy, I'm playing them. Um, Buffalo plus eight thousand. Again, they're the new sexy pick. Um, but I don't really see them actually really doing this. And the reason why is uh, they're going to rely on Devin Levi, their rookie goaltender to be their main goalie, but Uka Pekalukin and um, UPL will also be the uh, um, other timeshare goalie that will be playing for them. And there's their goaltending has been unproven. Uh, so they got so much firepower on the blue line uh, with Darlene. Um, and then also too on their first, their top six, it's just absolutely loaded. They're starting to actually not believe um, that they're, they're, they're starting in this win now mode, but the goaltending just maybe still not there. They're going to be a real, really good team, but will they win the president's trophy? Probably not. But at plus 8,000, I mean, you got to definitely sprinkle just a, a few dollars on it. Hey, go ahead and just reach underneath yeah, that's the, cushion what I'm thinking. On the couch, I, I, yeah, get I like three Buffalo bucks, put it on there. Too. Yeah, I like, mm-hmm, yep. 
Absolutely. I love it. Cause I, I mean, I, I don't think Buffalo can do it. I, I think they're a really good team. I think they're going to be in the mix. Um, but your Tampa Bay plus 6,000, like you said, they got enough offense. If the goal tending is not great at the beginning, I could see them making that happen. I really do like that. You know, and how good have they been in the last, you know, decade, like at plus 6,000, I, I I'm loving the lightning there. Yeah, as, as since the Hawks went on their dynasty run um, from, I'd say, 2009 to 2016, it's been them since. I mean, so it was their turn after that. You know, from 2015, they were in the cup finals, first the Hawks, and then all the way uh, to like 2021, 2022, they had an amazing seven, eight year run there where it was them and it was everybody else. I mean, they were that good. So, um, and really, JT, uh, we'll kind of uh, blanket all these where we don't have to like, we talk about the cup champions. It's the same. It's the same list. Uh, as the president's trophy. I mean, yeah. there, there's going to be no difference at all here in these teams. It's a matter of who do you actually like to win the cup. Uh, and this is really a wild stab, right? As we know, anything can happen in the NHL playoffs. So <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Who could actually win? That's why I would <laughs> yep. never put any sizable amounts or any uh, any sizable units on the favorites here, because odds are the favorites aren't going to win. Uh, it's going to just, you don't know, you don't know. So that's why I would go ahead and look towards these uh, people like, or these teams like Dallas at plus 1400, um, Vegas at plus 1200. Um, you even got Florida at plus 1600 and Tampa Bay at plus 2000. And then you got Buffalo at plus 3,500. So I like the teams like Florida, I like the Florida teams, Florida and Tampa Bay at plus 1600, plus 2000, Dallas at plus 1400, even New Jersey Devils at plus 900. But I'm probably not betting this one. Uh, I, I, there's other bets and futures I like better than actually the, the, the champion because it's just too difficult. I always feel like it's so hard to bet Stanley Cup champ at the beginning of the season before the season gets underway. Oh, yeah. Hockey just so much changes throughout the year. I don't mind laying a bet once I get into the year a little ways. And closer in the year, maybe jumping into something before the playoffs start. But man, I just always feel like it's so hard to put on a bet preseason uh, to win the Stanley Cup. It, it just it seems so difficult, and so much stuff changes. Like you said, it's it's one I if I really like someone that's super long lines, I like maybe throwing you know like you said 10, 15, 20 bucks on it. But I'm never gonna go big early. Yeah, if, if I'm gonna go big, I'm gonna wait till I really feel the season out before I want to jump in and not, if I'm going to do that, then I'm going to jump in before the playoffs start. And I'm either going to take a team I really like, I think that can win it. Or I'm going to pick up like a matchup bet for, you know, who's going to play in the NHL uh, in, in the finals. Those are kind of like where I lean on that side. Yeah. And, and I'm with you there, JT. And, and honestly, I know we plan on maybe covering division winners as well, but that's probably even a, a, a again, probably a, and a topic there we can probably skip over because again, it's, it's the same teams. Uh, there's, there's no surprise here. Um, I wouldn't uh, go with any of the favorites being like Colorado in the central, you know, in the Pacific Edmonton Atlantic, you'll have Toronto, the metropolitan, you actually have Carolina um, because Again, uh, the volatility of goaltending, um, the injuries that actually uh, can plague this team over an 82-game regular season. Um, this is one where um, I would say 50% of the time or less, somebody else other than the favorites actually winning. Um, uh, you know these these divisions. So these are probably something else I would actually stay away from. But if you're if you're wanting to actually do that again. I would go ahead and lean towards those those um, 
those Florida teams, uh, Florida and then Tampa Bay in the Atlantic. Um, Toronto's goaltending in the Atlantic is a little iffy. Uh, Boston's lost, lost a whole lot in the Atlantic, uh, um, you know, from uh, Bergeron and Krejci actually retiring. They're up against the cap as well. Um, and then Buffalo still has yet to surplant these teams that have done it right. I like Florida at plus 450. And I like Tampa Bay at plus 800 in the Atlantic. I wouldn't touch any other division for winners because, again, of the volatility, but I like those. Yeah, so what I like to do, I'm very rare that I just take a straight-up division winner preseason. What I do like to do is I like to throw in, you know me, JT Parlay. I like to throw a little parlay action in here. So I like to pick a division winner from each one, put them together in a parlay. Then you can really bump those odds. Then it's like, hey, man, that 10 bucks that can win you two, three, four grand because you pick every division. Now, are your chances of hitting it long? Of course, they're real long. Anytime you do a parlay, it's long. But that's one I like to sprinkle in. Just a real like five or $10 bet. You know, jump in. I'd say, you know, throwing in like a Dallas at plus 155 in the central. Jump on maybe, you know, Vegas at plus 260 in the Pacific. Uh, Florida plus 450 in the Atlantic. And then the Metro, you know, maybe you jump on either a favorite like Carolina plus 180 or New Jersey at plus 240. That is something I feel much more comfortable doing. Now, is it still a crazy long shot? Absolutely, it's a crazy long shot. But I'd almost rather do that than just put $100 on Edmonton plus 165 to win the Pacific. To me, I'm like, that's too long of a season. There's too much out there. It just doesn't seem worth it for me to tie up money on something like that. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to take division winners. I'm going to sprinkle in a little of the favorites with some a little bit of the longer shots, and I'm going to see if I can hit something big, crazy. And if I if I don't, I'm not going to sweat it. It's you know, 10, 20 bucks. I can make that up easily throughout the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely uh, something to consider. I, I like your uh, – um, I like the way you're going to tackle that. Um, I definitely wouldn't put uh, just a, a single bet on any of these that of, of any sizable amount. I just wouldn't do it. So, uh, uh, I mean, we're going to get to talking here, uh, you know, player props for the season here as well. And that's going to be better. <laughs> if you really want to actually have a better chance at winning money and go ahead and do this, you know? Mm. Yeah. Let, let, let's jump into player season total props. See, this is something I, I'd much rather jump on then who's going to win the division who's going to win the stanley cup preseason i'd rather jump on these player props i just feel like you have a little bit more handle on somehow these guys play obviously injuries always play into it you know if a guy gets hurt that crushes his over if you take anything over if a guy gets hurt you take the under obviously that helps you a ton uh you know me and you always talk about it most betters we don't like to take those unders you hate to like you know, root against somebody or root for an injury. So I don't like to do that, even though, you know, sometimes you see value and you take that value. Uh, let's talk about some of your favorite uh, player props for the season. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about total goals um, scored throughout the regular season. Uh, most of these, again, DraftKings, we're talking about uh, bets that are close to even money. They're anywhere between minus 105 to minus 120, somewhere around there. Um, but, uh, um, and again, if you had the option to parlay any of them, that's great. You know, uh, now will the, will the uh, platform allow you to actually do that? Maybe not, but if, if they do, it's definitely the way to go is to parlay some of these together. But uh, love Sasha Barkov over in Florida, 28 and a half. So these are all overs I want to talk about here, but 28 and a half over on the goals. 
he shot under 10% last year. That's not going to happen again. Uh, he's going to be way better than that. Um, so that's not many goals for a team that actually scores that many as a team. Um, Cole Caulfield um, over in Montreal, 32 and a half. Uh, all of these players as well, traditionally, uh, the reason I'm kind of picking them out as well, they play on most of them anyway, play on high-powered offenses, but also too, they all had the pedigree of, 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 of health sustainability they're usually not on the shelf they don't get injured uh, david posternak 47 and a half goals he scored 61 last year uh you think he, and he is usually always leads the league in shots on goal right around there he's usually the league leader i think last year he was the only guy to actually hit over 400 he's gonna be if, if health is not an issue 47 and a half is gonna be nothing he'll he'll, he'll make that elias Pedersen over in vancouver 35 and a half jack hughes 42 and a half. Man, I think that's a lot of goals uh, for Hughes. He made it over last year. Uh, last year, he was actually at 43, so right at that number. But they're better. They're better as a team. Uh, I think that Hughes is going to be better as well. So I like that one. I don't like it as much as the Pasternak one. That's my favorite in this entire thing. But Amika Zabinijad as well for the, um, the Rangers, 35 and a half. And then Steven Stamkos, I'm not really sure why they had Stamkos' total so low for Tampa Bay at 33 and a half. That shocked me a little bit. I thought that'd be somewhere around 37 and a half, 38 and a half. So uh, I think that Stamkos at 33 and a half and Pasternak at 47 and a half, those are your two best plays when it comes to season goals. Number, and I thought, hey, this is an age thing maybe maybe they're thinking he's gonna get hurt maybe something's gonna happen because that's that number seemed low to me at 33 and a half i i, I like that number uh, and that's that's the one thing that jumped out at me is like oh maybe they're kind of expecting maybe an injury maybe less ice time but i that that feels low to me at 33 and a half yeah it, it does uh and again i think a lot of these users have to go by gut feeling you know like uh you know why does it actually feel low now last year he had only 34 goals Okay, so 34 goals, mm -hmm. 50 assists, a uh, 50 assists. He shot 240 times, and you know, but but what you got to notice as well is last year he only shot 14.2 percent, and this is a guy who actually on average shoots close to 17 percent. So you end up uh, include you include three more percentage points on that many shots on goal. I mean, you're and he was at, he was at 34 last year, 34 last year, and he set at 33 this year. And that's that his shooting percentage is going to go up. It's not going to continue to stay down there. So I love that one. I, I they, they've undervalued that one, and people got to jump on Stamkos. Let's talk about uh, total wins goalie. This is another one. You know, we said goalies are so you know you just never know where we're going with them. They can be all over the place. If you had to take a goalie bet, which ones are you taking? Jake Ottinger uh, for Dallas. And again, because he will get all the starts, uh, the majority of them anyway, he'll probably start in the crease close to 70 times, maybe 65 to 70 starts. I mean, the backup's probably going to get 15 to 17 starts in the regular season. He'll get all of them. And you got to think if he's starting 65 times, um, is he going to be, is, can he win 36 out of those 60 times? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be well over 50%. <laughs> they're just they're going to be i mean mm -hmm. so uh um ottinger at 35 and a half you definitely hammer that over um i really really like that and then uh vanishek for um the jersey devils 
Now he is going to be maybe splitting some time with Schmidt. Um, but Vanacek is obviously he's the clear favorite. And again, New Jersey, I think they were over 50 wins last year for the very first time in a long time. Um, and uh, again, that's traditionally been a younger team. They've been in the rebuild over the past three, four seasons. And now they finally arrived 26 and a half on the wins for Vanacek. I really, really like that too. Um, if, if he even has a, a save percentage of somewhere between 905 to 910, it, which is, ends up being, you know, that's league average around there. I think he'll get to that 26 and a half. And the only thing that's going to keep him from doing that is if he just goes off the rails uh, early in the first month of the season, or there ends up being an injury. Um, but barring injury, which is very, very funny to say with goalies, because that's a, that's a funny statement in general. Um, and also too, if he can get off to a good start, I love 26 and a half for him. Yeah, but I like both those as well. When you pick those out, I was like, yeah, I can totally see those happening. What about some parlay specials? They don't call me JT Parlay for nothing. <laughs> I love the parlays. Uh, throw me out some uh, of your special parlays you might like this year. Yeah, uh, DraftKings actually just offered um, this uh, a tab called Parlay Specials. I got to looking at it. I'm like, oh, I picked out three that I really liked. Um, one, mainly because I'm a Hawks fan, but also, two because I, I watch a lot of the Hawks. Um, they have uh, a parlay special at even money at minus 105 for Lucas Reichel or Gutman to score 20 goals, either one of those players. Now, Gutman probably isn't going to, but Lucas Reichel will. Um, Reichel last year uh, for the Hawks, uh, he ended up having 13 points in 21 games, um, and he was a guy that was drafted, uh, I think, 17th overall in the 2021 draft. Um, he was way, way up there, um, really loaded up in the AHL. He's in, actually in the NHL to stay. And again, you're, you're on a, you're on a power play. Well, he hasn't been on a power play yet with uh, Bedard, but I believe he actually will, but he's their second best player on that entire team. Um, he's a guy, he's a, he's a corner piece. We're going to build around 20 goals for him. He's going to get all the time in the world. Nobody says to surplant him. He's going to shoot a lot. He'll probably have over 220 shots on goal as well. Uh, I love 20 goals from Reichel. Um, Tage Thompson. Here's where I love Paige Thompson to score four goals in a game at any point in this season, plus 350. I think he did it last year, if I remember right. I think he did put up four one time, but he's, he scored a few hat tricks as well. And I'm actually going to look that up right now while we're – because I want to see specifically. I'm pretty sure that he did. Yeah, he had some monster games last year, so I, I can totally see that four goals at plus 350, you know, if you want to sprinkle something in there. Because uh, he had some huge games again. Their offense is going to be pretty legit. I could see him uh, having a monster outing one of these uh, nights. Yeah, uh, he had 47 goals last year, 295 shots on goal as well. I don't specifically have his uh, stats here or how many hat tricks he actually um, had, but uh, nevertheless, he's going he's gonna to get some hat tricks this year. I guarantee he'll get you a handful of hat tricks. And can he get up to four? Absolutely. Um, again, that's one where if you could parlay it, amazing. That'd be great. Um, but here's the best one on uh, the parlay special. Alex Ovechkin to have 350 shots on goal at plus 800. Uh, last year he had 300, um, and he's he's right around there usually. Does he reach the 350 often? Not often, um, but that's their sole purpose on that team is to get him the puck and have him score to go out to the scoring title, uh, the all-time scoring title for for uh, for goals. Uh, Gretzky I think has it like at 813. He's like. 80 goals off or something like that somewhere around there. Like there, he's going to shoot, shoot, shoot 350 shots on goal. It's a plus 800. 
We'll love that one. Put some money on that. Yeah, I love that one as well. Like, I think you, I think you're right. I think they're gonna set him up all year, and anytime he has any kind of look, they're gonna be just like pull the trigger, pull the trigger every time. So I love that. I think he's gonna go a ton. So we always talk about this at the beginning of the year. The as soon as the season starts, you have a little bit of a window where you can get some really nice player props, and you can get them for a month or two before things start really swinging and everybody else starts jumping on them. And then all of a sudden the lines get crazy bad. The juice gets bad or we've seen it. They just come off the board. You can't even bet them anymore. So what are some ones to be looking out for right as the season starts to get underway and hammer before you see the odds go through the roof or you see them get pulled completely off the sites? Yes. Uh, Connor McDavid assists. Last year, he had over 90 assists. He had his 64 goals, and he had 90 assists, I believe, for 154 points. If you think about that, 90 assists, and he played 80 games. I think he played 80 out of 82 games, somewhere around there. So he's over an assist a game. The assists will be at plus one and a half for McDavid. So he has got to get, get over – he's got to get two assists or more in a game, and usually they actually give you that right around maybe plus 175. I love to say, you know what, being aggressive, you actually look at the matchup he has. Um, you see if the team actually is in a penalty box quite a bit that they actually play, that they cause a lot of penalties, that they draw a lot of penalties. Um, the, the team they're actually playing, that they give up the most shots, you know. So you start looking at those trends. And uh, when McDavid is going up against anybody, and quite frankly, I don't care who it is, but especially if they end up being like a bottom half team, you play the one and a half assists over every night every night <laughs> do that uh -huh. because when he gets on one of his rolls and you start looking at his statistics over like a 15 game period he'll hit that like 85 percent of the time i wouldn't even mess with betting him on goals i would get him on assists <laughs> so you're going to get the better odds and, and he's he's touching the puck on every single possession he's actually in there because he's amazing so he gets a lot of secondary assists as well. It doesn't matter if it's primary versus secondary assist. Get him on the assist. Love Connor McDavid. I love to parlay that with something else. Yeah, we were all over. And I'm going to jump slightly ahead here. But shots on goal. We were able to get shots on goal with him last year. Pretty early in the year at a reasonable odds before they started going through the roof. So shots on goal is one we like to hit up a lot. If there's certain players where we're at, look at the thing and you can you can kind of parlay. A lot of times the biggest issues is you can't what we've seen in the past, you can't parlay guys in the same game. But if you pick up three or four guys you like in multiple games, playing different games, you can kind of throw those shot goals like or assists or you know, all that together in a parlay. Shots on goal is one I think we gotta talk about because that's one of my favorite. Uh, betting tools throughout the season uh, on a night-to-night -night basis in hockey. Yeah, it, it get them get them early, like you said. You got to get on early in the season before they jack them up. Um, so if they offer McDavid at three and a half shots on goal or in the season close to even money, play that. Um, same thing with David Pasternak. If they give him a three and a half goal over, you play that one every single time because eventually he'll be four and a half. They will never go over four and a half. Uh, that is the line. That is the max. They'll never move players to five and a half. Pasternak had over 400 shots on goal last year. 
that was about 45 to 50 more shots on goal than anybody else in the league last year. And I still did, never took him over four and a half. But was he ever at three and a half? Well, if he was, it was a, for a very short period of time at the very beginning of the season. It wouldn't shock me at all if he ended up looking at Boston. They play uh, the Hawks on Wednesday night, and it would not shock me at all um, if they just started him off at four and a half and didn't have the opportunity to get him at three and a half. But mm -hmm. if you do, you got to play that every single time he's at three and a half. It doesn't matter who they're playing because this guy is a shot machine. And, and he'll get him in bunches uh, when I say shots uh, in bunches. Uh, it's nothing for him to be like nine shots on goal, seven, then 10. Mm -hmm. Like he just gets on these rolls, man, where he just puts uh, some unbelievable shot amounts in a given game. Um, I, I love him. Um, uh, Brady Kachuk as well. He's always over 300 shots on goal uh, for Ottawa. Um, he's, he's just, he, he's all around great player. Um, McKinnon, McKinnon does actually have some health issues. Um, you know, from time to time, he's missed some games. Um, but nevertheless, when he actually is in there, especially with the Landis guy actually being out um, for, for the season, you know, that's just going to be even more opportunities for him to shoot. Um, and, and they've lost, they've, they've lost some, some of their players um, Colorado has due to, again, some cap issues and whatnot. So uh, I really like McKinnon to even up the shots on goal even more this year. Um, and we already talked about Ovechkin. We know you mm -hmm. got to, you got to hit that again. They give him three and a half. He's always going to be three and a half. You take him at three and a half. And then Timo Meyer, Timo Meyer would be very, very interesting. He'll probably should start off at three and a half, but if they offer any two and a half, got to jump on Timo Meyer with it, with the New Jersey devils. Um, I think that, um, it'll probably won't be two and a half. They'll probably start them off at three and a half, but if they do two and a half jump on them. Another one, you know, assists and goals, they're always fun to bet, but they're a little tough to figure out. Uh, one of the ones we've really liked the last couple of years is the power play points. That seems where you could get some really nice odds if you you know have the right matchups. Let's, let's talk about uh, briefly here as we get ready to close out the show. Talk about kind of power play points, some of the things you look for there. So I love um, uh, highlighting the, the 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 top seven eight teams in the league traditionally that are have the best power play in the league, and then saying, all right, well, how many penalties do they draw? And they draw a ton of penalties. Like Edmonton draws a ton of penalties. And again, they, they, they convert like this ridiculous rate. So then don't go out and put McDavid and bet McDavid to bet Dreisaitl, but bet Ryan Nugent Hopkins. You'll get Hopkins at a better um, 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 odds. And with a power play point, the majority of their power, like Nugent Hopkins, for example, last year, he scored 104 points. JT, 52 of them were on a power play half his points were on a power play. I mean, wrap your head around that. So players like that, why would you ever have, why would you ever play them at even strength on, on a bet? You always should be on a power play because he gets half his points that way. <laughs> so, um, and, and don't get the, don't get the mainstay guys, get the ones that are actually the third or fourth fiddle on the power play one for the teams that are traditionally in the top 10 in the power play in the league and bet those guys. And you're going to get like at one power play point, you're going to get like Ryan Nugent Hopkins would be like at plus 205 or plus 210. Well, think about that. That's like, that's like betting him as an assist. And he would be like even money 
an assist or maybe even minus 125. Well, odds are it's going to be a power play point anyway. Go ahead and double your or triple mm-hmm. your odds there. So you got to look at players like that and, and point them out. But I would, again, urge you, I get the guys on Boston, get the guys on Edmonton, uh, get the guys on the New Jersey Devils as well. These 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 power plays are going to be potent and get their third or fourth best player, player on that power play and bet those guys. Yeah, absolutely love it. If you guys got any more questions about, you know, who to take, who not to take bets, we're going to be throwing out some stuff throughout the season. Make sure you check our X uh, pages. I'm at JT Orange. He's at, at Toast Clark. Those are good spots where we'll throw on some of our favorite bets. I'll throw on some of my JT Parlay play of the days on there. Uh, uh, during hockey season, we'll have a lot of collab, uh, collab bets between me and you and, and stuff we like. So definitely uh, check us out there. I think our time is about up tonight, but a uh, great show. Toast, I loved it. I'm going to be getting in. Uh, putting these bets in tonight right after we get done with the show. Make sure you jump on and get these bets in uh, tomorrow before games start. So some of these bets will come off the board and some of them, the lines will just adjust uh, depending on what they are. But some of these, if you don't put them in before the season starts, you might not be have a chance to put them in for a while. Uh, some books pull them after the season starts. So make sure you check that out and get every bet you want into any last words here. Uh, toast before we head out. Uh, JT, uh, let's let's put a plug into the listeners uh, to make sure to go to the um, um, you know the, the brew with JT's uh, you know stew over at um, uh, X because I think we're going to end up doing uh, our our toast takes uh, and really uh, you're and I's uh, uh, best parlay of the day uh, and I'm gonna I'll, we'll be posting that for tomorrow. There's three games on the slate tomorrow to open up the season. I've already got you know three different bets actually placed. Uh, we'll be ready to rock and roll. But we'll go ahead and post that online as well. So anybody wants a tail, feel free. Yeah, make sure you guys get on, uh, follow, subscribe us, leave us comments. We'll rep- uh, respond to them. You can check us out on Spotify, this on, on the Stu with JT Brew uh, YouTube channel. So make sure to check us out. Uh, we are going to be back all season bringing you NHL Around the Ice usually Wednesday nights, uh, but we will might uh, make some adjustments as the season goes on and in time. But uh, definitely check X out. Follow me at JT Orange. Follow at Toast Clark. That's where we're going to be posting a ton of our betting material uh, just because it's faster for us to throw it on there as it is opposed to doing a show all the time. So definitely make sure you follow us on there. Uh, you know, like that, hit the bell. So anytime we're making posts, you see the posts we make and do that. So, Hockey season's finally here, Toast. Super pumped about it. Going to be a great year. We appreciate everybody checking us out. And make sure you like and subscribe. The Stew, thanks for joining us. May all your bets hit this season. Have a good one, guys. We're out. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the 